Well, Raised by Refugees is the comedy sitcom written and created by award-winning comedian Pax Asadi. The second series is streaming on Neon, and from its opening scenes, monocultural views of New Zealand society are getting robustly challenged with lots of good humour. In episode one, we find the sitcom's Iranian-Pakistani New Zealand family at a Baha'i service, and the family's grandfather afterwards insists the 14-year-old Pax, who's played by Kanus Benu, speak only in Farsi to him in the car. We've been seeing plenty of uh, packs on screen recently, an array of panel shows, and earlier in the year he co-hosted a nature documentary even called Endangered Species Aotearoa. But Raised by Refugees is something entirely more personal. It's based on his own upbringing, and he joins me now for Fast Favourites. Kia ora, Pax. Kia ora, Mark. Thank you, thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for coming in. Um, congratulations on this beautiful new series. Thank you so much. It's very I, kind of you. The kind words are very uh, appreciated. Well, I'm really excited by it. Um, I actually wanted to start, it's very brave. I wanted to ask about a, an episode, uh, I think it's number five, that you directed yourself. Yes. In it, you go back in time to before you were born. Yes. And we're in Pakistan. Yeah, in 1985. Bef- 1985. Yeah. And before that, Iran, you're playing your father. You've, yes. You've escaped persecution as a Baha'i. Yeah. And you're... You're meeting your Pakistani mother and falling in love. Yes. That's, that's quite an incredible thing to do. Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's really bizarre to put yourself in your father's shoes and fall in love with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really strange, strange situation. Um, thankfully, I already love my mum. Not in the same way that my dad does, but the, I'm already halfway there. Um <laughs> So yeah, it it is it is yeah. The irony and the and the bizarreness of it is not lost on me, and I, wasn't I, lost on me throughout the entire shooting process of the show. Are, are your parents around to see this? This yes, this? yeah, they are. They are. They, yeah, yeah. They proud of you or a little embarrassed? They are. It's it's a mix. It's a mix because like I am inevitably um, utilizing their trauma to tell stories. Yeah. So um, that's something that I'm really aware of, and 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 the and. They are conversations that I have had with my parents where I've just said to them, look, like, I am using the pain that you've experienced to tell stories, but I think that's really important for you to be okay with me telling these stories with your blessing. And obviously, any storylines that that involve them, I always run past them first and make sure that they're okay with it. I never just go gung-ho and do whatever I want. But um, that comes with a level of nervousness from their yeah. side. And, and I can't, and I can't pretend to know how they feel and there's two love stories really because you you also from episode one on uh, yeah. you know re- reliving being 14 and having yeah. your first relationship yeah. that's also quite an amazing thing to do y- yeah 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 it it um it's really confusing <laughs> for everyone on set as well because um i'm there all the time and i am pax and kenneth binu is playing pax and he is there all the time yeah and so when you're talking to you don't know which pax you're talking to when someone calls out pax we both arrive um so it's confusing on many fronts not only just the storytelling but also just logistically it's a nightmare well it sounds really fun to be able to recreate i, I don't know if this was for real you know you, yeah this is you you cast someone who looked like your first girlfriend or something but you know that's that's a bit outrageous yeah oh well no i didn't i didn't cast someone who looked like her um and you know the name is different and and so many aspects of it are different but the thing that i try to i've never pretended like the show is completely based on true events throughout the entire show but um 
it's it's inspired by true events, but everything that happens comes from a from a seed of truth, um, and expands from there. Um, everything and but also everything has happened in in the show. Everything has happened, but right. potentially has happened in other parts of my life. And what I've done is is pulled them towards this part of my life to to tell the story because I don't have ten episodes. I'm not you know it's not a Netflix show. I don't have ten episodes and each episode being forty minutes. You know it's mm. six episodes, twenty two minutes. So you got to pack as much in um, as possible um, while at the same time being as cohesive as possible. I want to talk to you about uh, your religion, Baha'i. Um, yes. You, 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 I know your mother was Christian and yes. uh, your father Baha'i, yeah. Iranian, Pakistani. Yeah. Uh, and my understanding of Baha'i uh, um, is that it really is, well, it's quite apt in a, in a, in a week that we're dealing with yeah. awful conflict in the world. Yes. It's really about peace and actually being a space between cultures and backgrounds, so kind of appropriate. Yeah, well, the Baha'i faith, the Baha'i faith, we believe as Baha'i, and I'm still a practicing Baha'i, um, and the Baha'i faith's core principles are oneness, mm. and that extends to all aspects of life, oneness of humanity, oneness of religion, you know, the, this idea of oneness being the, the foundational principle um, is something that I've, you know, um, been, uh, it's been drilled into me throughout my entire life through my parents and my grandparents and, and the people around me. Um, so you're right. Yeah, the Baha'i Faith is um, founded on this idea. Peace, peace is like I sometimes you know certain people in the Baha'i Faith have told me that peace is one thing, but to but to really desire oneness, that almost is a step further than peace. It's almost a reshaping of how you view humanity. Ooh. That there are no countries. That countries are figments of our imagination. Mm. That the human race is one race. And mm. that requires a shift of perspective and mentality. And as, you know, we're so deep into like patriotism and nationalism that that can be really hard for people. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's based on my belief. It's what I truly believe. That's that's remarkable. I mean, I, I see in the last census or so there's about three thousand Baha'i at least identified in New Zealand. Yes, but I, I do yes, know a small that small community. Maybe arguably the best known is, is we, and we get in here into the shout outs with artists is, yeah. is Robin White, an extraordinary yes. senior artist here. I think her father and her grandfather were yeah. Baha'i. Yes, um, she does amazing work across cultures, uh, like you. Uh, yeah, Robin. Robin is. Um I haven't spoken to her that often. Um, I've had a few conversations with her, but Robin is a big inspiration for me. Just even from even from a very young age, you know, like I became obsessed with stand up um, at, at like fourteen, fifteen years old, and Robin was kind of the only person who I could look at and go, "That's a Baha'i." who has stepped away from the status quo, which is not the status quo for just Baha'is, it's the status quo for many communities. You know, the idea of go to university and just become an accountant, or not that any of that is inherently bad, yeah. but um, she was doing what I wanted to do on a on a core level, which was step away from that status quo and express yourself um, as your craft or as your art, mm. you know, your art form becoming your, your livelihood as well. So she she's a big inspiration for me. Well, beautiful. Um, um, speaking of comedy, um, yeah. we really need to acknowledge the, the loss this week, the sad loss of New Zealand comedian Cal Wilson yes. in Australia. Yes. Great tragedy. Did, did you work with Cal? Yeah, I worked with Cal many times. I did many stand-up shows with Cal. I was on many TV shows with Cal. 
Um, Cal was the type of comedian. Not only was she a very talented comedian. I mean, go go on Netflix and and, and watch her Comedians of the World set. Um, ah. It's it's fantastic. She, you'll 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 just see firsthand how good of a comedian she was. Um, but beyond that, anytime I knew that I was going to be on a TV show or on a stand up show with Cal, I was always really excited because Cal was the type of person who was forever supportive and forever. A, a force of good you know like you would step into the green room and she would give you a big hug and she would just ask you about what you're up to and and give you so much attention and so much um love regardless of how successful she was you know like mm. when i first met her she was an established comedian in in australia and i was like maybe two years into my career like who am i i'm a nobody but sat with me in the green room of the classic and asked me who i was how long i've been doing stand up what my dreams were, you know, why I wanted to do stand up, gave me advice. That that is a real mark of someone who is a yes, a great comedian, but also just a great person. So, um, I'm really sad that I won't get to gig with Cal anymore. Um, yeah. But she had a really, really profound positive impact on the world through her comedy and through just the person yeah. she was. Yeah. Well, that seems a theme today, and uh, well, love to all her her colleagues and, yeah. and family. Yes. Hey, now we're going to play a track for you. But before we do, a, a shout out to a few New Zealand musicians. Yeah. Who who, are you, who who do you love listening to from New Zealand? Man, I love Swidit. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of Swidit, Mark? No. Swidit is a rap group um, from Auckland. They 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 come from Onihanga. Ah. Three island boys from Onihanga. I'm not sure specifically what, what islands they're from. I think it's a mix of, of different Pacific islands. I think a mix of Tongan and Samoan and maybe even Niuean. Um But they're a group, they're a, they're a rap group from Onihanga. And they've, they, they popped off like before COVID happened. They really popped off and, and exploded in popularity. Um, and they're just dope. They're unapologetically onihanga. They're unapologetically who they are. Nice. They're loud. They're boisterous. But but at the same time, if you deep dive into their albums, they're also razor sharp and really intelligent. And they draw you in with their boisterous kind of flashy persona. And then once you're in, you start. They start to show you what they actually think, which is which is really intelligent takes. Oh, look, on we're going to have to play them next week on Culture One Hundred and One. Thank Twitter. you for that. They're and, awesome. Uh, Lots of good things coming in from Onihanga. Hey, we're going to finish off with some Kendrick Lamar, yeah? Do you want to do you want to introduce this one for us? Yeah, Kendrick Lamar um, is a big inspiration for me because I'm going to be honest with you, Mark. I hate social media, and <laughs> I think I think social media is potentially the worst thing in our society. That um, well, there's there's lots of bad things in our society, but one of the things that um, is deteriorating society. Uh, at a very rapid rate, and that's a controversial thing to say, but <laughs> but um, I engage with it still because you know it's you have to. You, you I know, can hear we, people agreeing with you. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 something that's really destructive, but at the same time you have to engage with it, and it's really frustrating to me. But Kendrick Lamar is someone who's really inspiring because he built this incredible career where people deeply respect him, and just does the work. He has no social media accounts. He doesn't do anything outrageous. He doesn't say anything outrageous. He just puts out albums and he goes away. And the albums are fantastic. And that is a place I'd love to get to in my career. I'm not there and I'm very far away from that place. Uh, but, um, yeah. but I love the work and I love the message and I love the thought processes. Um, so this song is is called Mama and, and it's a real deep reflection on who he is and what he thinks he knows and what he thinks he understands. And then at the end of the song realizes that. Um, he still has so much to learn, which is which is something mm. that I subscribe to. 
Hey, thanks, Pax. Thanks for joining us. Here's My pleasure. Ki- here, here, here. Good luck with the series. Here's uh, Kendrick Lamar with Mama.